I know a lot of people who uh, suffered from this war uh, on the east of Ukraine, who who had to go, who had to go, who had to leave their homes, who had to leave their houses, and to just go to move to another place because there, because the war came to their cities, came to their villages, came to uh, their towns. And uh, I think that it's very important to discuss. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country nor Chernobyl. The new generation of Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I couldn't return to Kiev because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 130 people participated in this project for Ukraine from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard and the London School of Economics to the United Nations to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So please support this podcast by sharing an Instagram story today and mention the page aziz.future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan. Top 15 Austria, Germany, and Canada. Top 25 on Apple, Russia. Top 15 in Belarus, Poland, and Australia. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better 
life. So let's begin. My guest today is Bohdan Kovalenko, born in Sumy, Ukraine. Bohdan is a student at the Institute of International Relations, Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev. He is fond of history and a very talkative person. Bohdan is a former participant of school Olympiads, now an editor in Adastra Think Tank and a participant of the IIR Debate Club. He studies the English, German, Italian, and Hebrew languages. Bohdan, how are you today? Hello, I'm fine. I am happy to have you here. And to begin, what is the topic that you keep on thinking about these days because it's so important for you or something you're trying to improve? Uh, today, I'm thinking about uh, two important topics for my country, for my society, and uh, for me personally. It's uh, The first one is pandemic, and the second one is, unfortunately, but it's war in Ukraine. Thank you. And which one do you wish to begin speaking about first? So then we will speak about the other later. Uh, I would like to start with the topic of pandemic. Yes, please tell me your thoughts, experiences, as well as what have you been thinking about related to the pandemic? Uh, I uh, Firstly, I would like to say that uh, I have a lot of friends, a lot of acquaintances around the whole world. I talk uh, with people from different countries and uh, I see that there are a lot of laws, a lot of mistakes that uh, makes that uh, our government makes and uh, I can see that uh, there are some uh, problems with uh, uh, with vaccination with uh, some as we can say mood uh, of our society about the pandemic and uh, it uh, makes me think it makes me uh it makes me think yeah about if our government uh, does correct actions uh to overcome this uh, terrible uh this terrible pandemic of coronavirus thank you so if i heard you correctly you have observed the experiences of other countries comparing them to Ukraine and you have noticed that there was not the correct action taken when it comes to at least two things related to the pandemic, to the morale or the belief or the attitudes of the society in Ukraine about the pandemic and what they are told, as well as when it comes to the vaccination and the proper way to create the development and the vaccination of Ukrainian people. And that is to you unfortunate that you believe there is, they could have been done way better things. Is this correct? Yeah, absolutely. For example, when it comes to the society, the attitudes, the morale, and the psychology of the society in Ukraine related to the pandemic, what is it now? And what should it have been or what changes do you think would have made this unfortunate situation better for Ukraine? I think uh, 
the problem, the matter of this problem is in a wrong foreign policy of our country. For example, when other countries uh, develop their vaccines, when uh, they are negotiating about uh, about uh, buying these uh, vaccines, our country, our government did nothing to uh, to did nothing absolutely uh, to someone solve the situation, solve the problem because I don't I really don't know what uh, they were thinking about then, but it makes our uh, it it um, affects our society now. It's affecting our society now and I think it's very very bad. And uh, I think that uh, there are some there are some ways to solve this problem. For example, our government, uh, including the Ministry of Health and uh, our president and our prime minister, must work a lot over uh, this problem. Uh, paying more attention because, as we all can see, they are working over, for example, building roads. They are working uh, over uh, over improving infrastructure and so on. Yes, of course, it's uh, very, very good, uh, but not today because now our society has uh, much, much uh, more problems which can be uh which are urgent which uh, are more important for us because uh, of course uh, we can choose roads but uh, who will uh, uh, use them if we uh if we are if we are all sick if we are all ill with coronavirus and uh, I really don't know. Uh, so I want to say that, firstly, uh, our government must work uh, a lot over this over this problem. And uh, the second uh, problem of of us of Ukraine in uh, overcoming of uh, the pandemic uh, is that our society is very, as we can say, disobedient. Uh, they, our people, uh, don't uh, be recommendations of the government, for example, of uh, the World Health Organization. They, for example, don't use masks. They are really against vaccination. They're, they're trying to, they even trying to deny this pandemic they say that uh, coronavirus is just a fake it's just uh, i don't know uh it's not a problem it's for example uh, the equivalent of flu and so on and uh, i think that uh, the, to solve this problem uh we must change our attitude to the pandemic to coronavirus to vaccination and so on of course i can understand why it happened because of uh denial uh, massive denial to vaccinate uh, to have vaccines during 
usual times uh, and uh, now we have uh, some effects effects that uh, uh, we uh, some effects uh, yeah some negative effects yeah so yeah, 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 yeah. if I understood you correctly it's two things on the government level the priorities were not set correctly where they're prioritizing infrastructure instead of the uh, coronavirus pandemic and getting the vaccines. And as you said, the best roads in the world are useless as if everyone is sick or dead and cannot use them. And you said that when other countries were developing their vaccines and other countries negotiating to buy the vaccines in Ukraine, there were no steps to ensure that happened. Therefore, there was a delay in solving this problem. And the second is yeah, on the yeah, level yeah. of the society. Thank you. Where people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you said, don't follow the regulations and recommendations, whether of the Ministry of Health or of the World Health Organization. People don't use masks and belittle the coronavirus pandemic and maybe even say it's a hoax that isn't real. And therefore, these two factors are creating a situation where the pandemic is getting worse and worse in Ukraine, and maybe it's past the point where it can be contained. Is this correct? And if so, can you share some real yeah. stories? Like, did you talk to some person and that person was telling you, oh, don't be so um, believing in everything, or that's just propaganda, or maybe you saw people um, like, shaking hands without masks and hugging each other, etc., in the middle of the pandemic, or something that really made you aware of this situation at even deeper level? Mm, as I understand, you want me to tell you some examples uh, and so on, yeah? Yes, or even from your university, or maybe you read some articles or reports. I just want to know, how did you understand even deeper the gravity of the situation well uh well what i can say is i can say that the, there are some examples in my life uh which uh which have shown how how awful uh this illness this disease can be uh, for example it's uh, in a it's a case of my uh of my aunt of my second aunt who was sick who was uh, uh ill with coronavirus uh she was uh, she was uh in she was in the hospital she was uh under the uh, the ventilator and so on and uh, i can say that it uh, made me really think i would like to say that uh, firstly i thought i thought that coronavirus is just a, uh, it was just equivalent of flu i was uh, thinking uh this uh, the same things uh like uh the most uh, like uh, the most people in our society but 
after that i've changed my mind and uh, it made me really think about what is coronavirus what is this pandemic and so on and uh, also i can say that uh, my my relatives live in italy and uh, i've uh, talked with them about uh, the topic of pandemic the topic of coronavirus and so on and uh, they told me that it was just uh, awful it was an awful situation when people are uh, are in, are quarantined when uh, they can't go anywhere when they have no opportunities to go out to have fun to uh, i don't know to rest uh, outside the house uh, their houses and uh, these examples uh, made me think uh, i can say that uh, i've read a lot of uh, information about uh, coronavirus but it they didn't have any influence on me i continued to think that it's just equivalent to flu and when the coronavirus uh, was close to me or close to my relatives or close to my to my people to people who are really, really close to me and uh, only then i understood what really coronavirus is Thank you. That's unfortunate what happened in your family. And I'm really curious about this because I remember clearly when the first lockdown about the coronavirus happened, it was a total lockdown. And Ukraine actually was one of the very first countries to do that big lockdown. Why do you think from that moment where things were done correctly, what changed or what was the things that happened that created this situation where it's worse than many other countries and it's worrying you even? You know what I mean? I don't know if you remember even that. You even remember the situation where there was a bus of Ukrainians who returned from China and there were people who were uh, had that rumor about them, etc. And even before that time, Kiev and Ukraine was in lockdown. Well, what happened from that situation where the coronavirus was contained that caused this now situation where every, like, I think you, don't, you can't even go to your institute. Is it correct? You have to study from home. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, there are a lot of changes in our society in Ukraine uh, have happened which have happened since the start of uh, the pandemic there in our country. Uh, for example, you're absolutely right. We can't go to uh, to our institute. Therefore, for example, I'm not in Kyiv now. I'm, uh, I'm uh, in Sumy, in my hometown now. And uh, uh, that's the first uh, uh, change. Uh, the second one is uh, that, uh, for example, uh, the pandemic uh, disconnected uh, our society. Uh, 
uh, our people started talking, started connecting, started uh, communicating less, started uh, meet, uh, started meeting less, and uh, it. Uh, uh, I think that it may uh, it uh, is it has had a very very bad influence on our society. But personally, for me, it has a great um, effect. For example, I can say that uh, this disconnection uh made me think who uh, who was uh my real friend who wasn't like that who uh with whom i would like to continue uh, uh to continue conversating to continue being friends and so on uh then i can say that uh our pandemic this pandemic mm, change it uh, our society culturally for example if you watch the clip uh, for the our uh, for the son of ukraine uh, for eurovision 2021 you can see that uh, there are used uh, masks there are used special uh, special equipment which uh, hadn't been uh, known to the society before uh then we can say that uh this pandemic uh, has become a real uh challenge for our government for our politicians uh it uh, has shown what uh, what our government can do in these situations and ha has shown uh what uh, who is really fighter with that coronavirus and uh, who uh, tries every, uh, to do everything uh, to to make the life of the people better and who is just populist, who uh, tries just to uh, get uh, more uh, vo votes, who, uh, who tries to get uh, just... Uh, more support and uh, so on and uh, i think i think that uh that's these are all reasons that these are all changes which happened in Ukra in ukraine in our society i can't say uh, anything about uh, the foreign society because i haven't seen it uh, during the pandemic Thank you very much. It's a very important topic. And even further, do you know that there is a percentage of the population that if it crossed when it comes to contamination, then even the vaccines will not be done fa fast enough to save enough people. It will almost be like if a body is all full of cancer and the hand is good, if you try to give it vaccine or something, it will be too late. And that is not a good thing. You mentioned that you had other topics as well that you were thinking about. Can you share more about that as well as something very important? Well, how do, what are your thoughts on the education system in Ukraine? I'm not saying like to 
criticize or anything like that. I'm just really impressed by people from the Institute of International Relations because they're very good, smart, very good students. They know many languages, have many great opinions and thoughts that are even beyond their age and years, which makes me think, wow, the Institute is a great place with great education, yes. And some other people from other um, universities, they say, oh, the education system in Ukraine is old. It's not so modern. It doesn't really teach people well, etc. So if you can comment on the education system, whether in the IIR Institute or other more general parts of Ukraine, as well as you mentioned other topics that are important for you. Uh, so, uh, firstly, I would like to to thank you for praising our institute uh, because it's really important to me. It uh, uh, inspires me to continue studying, to continue working hard, and so on. Uh, I would like to say that uh, educational the educational system in Ukraine. Uh, is very very different in different country um, in different countries in different regions in different uh, cities and so on. Uh, for example, I can say that uh, the educational system, the education in Ukraine, uh, in uh, the sphere in the field of uh, technical uh, education uh, and the education connected with uh with uh, for example ma math uh, physics and so on is very very good of course we can say that it's very selective uh the example of uh, school olympiads uh it's uh, inter it's uh, competitions between students between uh, pupils uh of the school uh they show us that uh, the educational system is very selective and i can say that uh, the educational system uh, is quite good for people who work hard who try to do everything uh, for their future for their uh, for their education for their development and uh, of course, for average student, for average pupil in school, uh, it's uh, not quite good. It uh, must be improved, uh, and uh, it's been done. By the way, uh, it's been done. The reforms in uh, the educational system are being done, uh, and uh, I can say that. Um, that uh, for every for an average student it is quite quite bad uh, of course we must change this situation and uh, i think uh, that the government that our um, the minister of education and science tries to do it uh, tries to make uh, uh, tries to make it uh it's uh, better and uh, i think that the situation in the near future will improve and i hope that it will happen thank you very very much and one of the things i try to explore is 
People who are smart students such as yourself, what are the reasons that keep them so that they will work in the future in Ukraine, while others, why do they go to other countries instead of building Ukraine more? What is your take on this? Are you uh, someone with plans to continue working in Ukraine or for plans to work abroad? And if so, what are your reasons and thoughts for this? Well, I would like to th- to say that um, uh, that I'm planning to be a diplomat, that I have planned to be uh, to work in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine. And uh, I would like to say that I will were I want to work abroad, but I want to work uh, for Ukraine. I want to say uh, I want to serve our people. I want to serve our state to make it better to uh, to promote it uh, around the whole world to promote it uh, even in a country where I will work. And uh, I think uh, I think that's very important for us uh, that uh, people like me uh, will work uh, for their country, for the glory of their country, for the development of their country, even abroad. Uh, of course, unf- unfortunately, that our people. Um, a lot of our people, for example, my cousin, go to uh, goes to Poland and work there. And a lot of people uh, do like my brother, like my cousin. Uh, they go abroad, and uh, it is very, very bad situation. It uh, makes me upset, I can say. And uh, I think that we must. Uh, our, uh, our country, our society, our government must do their best to uh, keep our people in Ukraine, not by uh, restrictions in moving because it's uh, just just a savage. It would be just a savage, uh, but uh, with uh, some benefits uh, which can be. Uh, which can be given by our government, by our country, by our society. And uh, I think that uh, we must do it. We must, uh, for example, improve our uh, educational system. Uh, Then uh, we must improve our economy to, uh, to encourage people to stay in Ukraine to work for our country, to become rich in this country, to uh, be successful in this country. Because, of course, I'm happy about that Ukrainians uh, who went abroad and uh, and uh, became rich, but they they make uh, uh, they make uh, glory for other countries uh for example uh there are a lot of people in the united states who work for uh 
world-known companies like Google, like Apple, and so on, uh, they are from Ukraine. Of course, I'm happy about them that uh, they found their place in this world, uh, that uh, they uh, that they become important for this uh, society, that uh, they become important parts of important uh, countries, uh, countries, companies, uh, and uh, so on. Uh, but they work for American country uh, companies. They work for American. They work for the United States, and uh, it makes me think if it's true, if it's correct, uh, what they do. Of course, uh, they. If we if we. Uh, look uh, from their point of view we can say that uh, they uh, that they do correct but from my point of view I would like to I would like them to stay here to work and uh, I want uh, our society our government our country to uh, create all conditions to uh, for them uh, to stay in Ukraine. I agree with you. And I'd say that maybe there are 3% or something who are living a good life working for multinationals. And yes, they're not supporting Ukraine directly in that way, which is unfortunate. But 95%, they try to tell their families they're okay, their friends that they're doing well, even taking Instagram pictures that are good. But it's not reality. They're suffering. They're living in very bad conditions where they sleep and etc. Like I remember one time I visited Dubai and there were um, like Ukrainian people who are working there and they tell their families, wow, I, I live in Dubai. It's so cool. They take pictures near Burj Khalifa, etc. But they were like, eight people sleeping in one room and I thought oh my god I mean that's not really good condition and they pay a lot of money for that because they want to live in the marina etc so that they're near their work or to say well I live in the Dubai marina but it's like one studio apartment with um, eight people um, from Ukraine who are living there and yes they have community but it's not really a good situation that I noticed the living. I'm not saying everyone is like that, but every person, whether from Ukraine or any other countries that I speak to, often they say, well, the countries abroad also are so expensive that if I worked in Ukraine, I'll probably save more than that money. But those are just comments. You said you had also another topic that you were thinking about and wish to share. What would be this topic? We spoke about the corona, we spoke about the education, we spoke about staying or leaving Ukraine. What are your comments on what we said and other topic that is important for you? I would like to start with the topic. Uh, it's the topic of the war in Ukraine, on the east of Ukraine, because it uh, affects every, every 
men and women, every girl and uh, girl and boy in our country, and I can say that it affects um, every person in Ukraine, in uh, uh, Europe, and even in the whole world, uh, because because that conflict uh, has shown. Uh, the real relations between countries they uh, it uh, made uh, the relations between countries worsen uh, and uh, become very very bad for example uh, for example uh, the relations between the Russian Federation and uh, Ukraine and other countries of the European Union uh, or, with the European Union, uh, became really, really bad. And uh, the economy uh, is affected by these bad relations. The the policy of the countries, uh, the politics of the countries, uh, are uh, are suffering from that. uh, And uh, I think that uh, the society that the people are suffering from this war not only in ukrainian but uh, in europe and even in the whole world and, and even uh, i don't know in other countries for example in um, belarus and georgia in azerbaijan and uh, in other for example post-soviet countries for um in different countries of our world of of the globe and i agree with you tell me more yes yeah Uh, and i would like to say that it is very important to discuss to uh not forget to to work uh to to work over it to uh and finally to solve it because the war is uh, uh, just a terrible thing i can say uh, because i've i've known a lot of people i know a lot of people who uh, suffered from this war uh, on the east of ukraine who who had to go who had to go who had to leave their homes who had to leave their houses and to just go to move to another place because their because the war came to their cities came to their villages came to uh, their towns and uh, i think that it's very important to discuss i agree with you 1000% and it's really like you said it's not only affecting Each human life is priceless, but each person who is impacted, whether life lost or upheaval that causes them to leave their town because of this, or people who need to fight in that war to defend themselves or the economy, like you said, the region, even the world, because the geopolitical situation of Ukraine affects uh, many other places. It's... it's, uh, the chain reaction that affects the whole world. Well, 
Bohdan, thank you very much for this. But on a more wisdom, personal level, maybe you have some piece of advice or a lesson or something important that you think the listeners can benefit from if they live their life in that way. What kind of advice would you like to give so that every one of us, you, me, and the listener remembers that and maybe applies it to their life? Uh, I would like to say that um, that it's very important to remember not only about uh, not only about their personal life. Uh, I would like to advise advise you. I would like to advise every listener uh, who is listening to it uh, to remember about that there are a lot of people around you to. Uh, think about them to think about their well-being to think to think about uh, the conditions they live in and if they need it to help uh, and to to communicate with them because communication is often uh, very very important for our uh, for us for our people uh, especially in this difficult time of the pandemic. Thank you very much. And to end, can you share some information about the clubs or think tanks that you are part of? And if people want to communicate with you or to participate or learn more about them, whether the debate club or Adastra or any other projects and about yourself, please share now as well as the social media to learn more or to communicate with you? Uh, well, uh, firstly, I would like to tell, to, to tell you about the, the, the Adastra Think Tank. Uh, it uh, is a think tank created by the students of our institute who uh, started, as, as I've learned recently, uh, they started uh, it after they they established it after uh, writing some articles uh, about uh, different problems of this world. Uh, the uh, this uh, this and uh, this think tank helps uh, to understand uh, some important things which are happening in the world. For example, uh, I don't know. Uh, for example, the process of uh, protests in uh, Belarus, for example, the processes happening, uh, occurring now in uh, Catalonia and in different countries. What about debate club? I would like to say that uh, it, is, uh, it is a great place where uh, a great community uh discuss different problems uh for example uh no uh i would like to say that uh, mm, debate uh the british parliamentary for, uh, format of debating uh it's a very very spread thin uh, it's a very uh spread format of debates uh, among uh, the students, uh, student communities uh, in the universities in the whole world, and uh, the I, 
IIR Debate Club uh, is uh, one of these uh, communities which uh, spread uh, debates around uh, Ukraine, which help to which helps to improve uh, some people to communicate, to talk, to discuss some things, uh, to improve their uh, speaking skills and so on. It and uh, it is very very important uh, if we want to be very smart, to be clever, and to be communicative and to be successful because our success depends on um, how we communicate with other people, how we discuss some problems, and how we uh, find solutions of uh, the problems not only in our life but in our society and uh, so on thank you very much it was my privilege and my happy hour to learn and spend this time with you to understand your thoughts about the politics the situation and i want to say that you're a very smart student and i believe you will serve, represent, and help the development of Ukraine in many different ways. And I wish you a great day. Thank you for our interview. I was happy to spend this hour with you too. And uh, I would like to thank you for this great opportunity to share uh, my thoughts, my mind with uh, uh, with this world because it's very difficult although it's very important in this difficult time <laughs>